Flamio, Hotman. Welcome to the Ember Island Podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender talk about every episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today, we're not talking about just one episode. We're going to be talking Woo. about all of book two, because we have finished book two at last. Woo! Woo. So this was super exciting, a very exciting season. There's a lot of talk it's about. Such a good season. It's so great, and I can't wait to chat about it. But before we begin, you should probably mention our spoiler policy, because, of course, there's going to be tons of spoilers now that we're recapping a full-on season. So uh, we are going to spoil pretty much everything that happens in book two season two earth of avatar of the last airbender if you haven't watched this season or um in or in general any season because we end up spoiling everything that happens please please watch avatar the last airbender it came out 10 years ago you have time to watch it awesome yeah go for it great yep so Lots to talk about with book two. So to make it a little bit easier on ourselves, much like what we did with the book one recap, we've broken it up into different categories. And then we'll share our overall thoughts about book two, followed by what we're most excited for for book three. Yay. So to kick things off, we're going to start a little bit easier. I say easier because honestly, this list of categories was so hard to come up with pick one thing thing. yeah i kind of cheated on like half of these because honestly this season is so good and so solid it was really hard to pick like just one for each category um, and before i forget if 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 we end up picking the same thing for any (laughs) for any category we have to pick a second one oh my gosh it's so mean (laughs) because we always end up picking the same crap just so y'all know we don't uh we don't chat together when we're making our lists (laughs) like i have no idea what her list is right now and similar to when we did book one we also didn't chat beforehand and yet we had the same thing i know (laughs) We have a problem. So <laughs> hopefully we'll, I won't have to choose a sixth or seventh runner-up because our lists are going to match up so freaking well, if I had to guess. Yeah. So, Specifically <laughs> for favorite episode. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. So first category is favorite chapter or favorite episode. Uh, do you want to start with yours? Okay. So... My favorite episode, which I'm betting is yours, is Zuko Alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, um, this 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 was such a good, good episode. This was this, this was the first episode where Zuko's alone. We don't see what the gang is doing for any of the episode. He is he is the one that is that that it that is leading the story. And and for most of it, you don't know what's going on in his head other than flashes to the past and just his facial expressions because he because he doesn't talk to himself. He is just stoic and just living his living his his life alone for the first time in years since yeah. Iroh joined him. Yeah, like this episode's so awesome and it's really kind of the first time you get into Zuko's head a little bit because he is so closed off from people and doesn't really open up about 
the kinds of stuff that we see via flashback in this episode even. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you recall back in like the storm episode in book one. <laughs> You're it's stealing not, my thoughts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Still on your list. Still on your thoughts. <laughs> it's like, it's not Zuko telling his backstory. It's, it's Iroh, Iroh telling, telling it. his backstory when Zuko's not even around. So, yeah, it's nice to get into our favorite character's headspace, <laughs> as brooding as he is. On top of that, I really like the Western vibe that this mm-hmm. one has. And I feel like they kind of round out that Western vibe in The Chase, which is the episode immediately after this um, with like a full-on Western-style showdown between Azula and Zuko and Aang. But yeah, this stuff is really good. Great character study for Zuko. Yeah, just solid episode. It's my favorite. I, so. also, oh, I also really like how how they flesh out all of the side characters so quickly. Where mm-hmm. you can understand their thoughts against Zuko, but still be angry at them, but still empathize and still yeah. want to support Zuko because be- because you know what they haven't seen. Mm-hmm. That and it's like it's one of the many adventures that Zuko has while he's in the Earth Kingdom that pushes him a little bit closer to realizing, hey, maybe uh, everything that the Fire Nation has been preaching about quote sharing glory with the world is incorrect yeah to that, an extent yeah that they aren't actually doing that mm-hmm. plus it puts zuko in the role of essentially the protagonist in this yes. episode so like it it teases us so hard <laughs> with what's to come and what we think is going to be the end of book two but then it totally uh, betrays us which we'll get to uh, it i'm sure but yeah. <laughs> which I'm throughout the in the entire episode there there are just various points that 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 just tug at your heart specifically the spe- specifically um 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 after he he has that that vision of his mother and and then he just wakes up in this empty field just looking so empty and then at the very end when he's just walking out of of the town because Mm -hmm. everyone hates him and like a lone ranger and and just want him to be there and then um the little boy that he that he befriended gives him back the knife that meant so much to him sucks oh man like i get it but at the same time i'm like (laughs) no horrible yeah and again it's like a fun twist on a western again because you know in westerns when you ride off into the sunset that's usually the end of the movie and it's yeah and it's usually like the happy ending but here it's not when it's just like more angst for zuko as he rides off into the sunset still trying to find himself yeah Um, yeah, it just blows up in his face yeah like everything everything always does (laughs) that oh that and it's great um backstory for just his whole family in general, not just Zuko. So Azula, mm-hmm. turns out, yeah, she's always been a sociopath. And um, just the whole family dynamic is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically the Lannisters, in, except in, like, kid form. And there's no incest, I think. <laughs> I mean, we will get into it. Yeah. specifically next book oh, I, I have know. a lot of thoughts about why azula 
is what she is. Yeah. And it's <laughs> mostly daddy issues. Yep. Everybody's got daddy issues. Yeah. But good stuff. So because we picked the same first episode, that means we have to pick, <laughs> we each have to pick a okay. runner up. So uh, mine. Let... Oh, yeah. Okay. You go with yours. Okay. So mine would be the library. Okay. Good. Okay. So I have a different one. I think I know what yours is, which is why I picked the library. So So, um, I love the library episode. It is it it is a amazing plot driven episode where they are finding out how to actually defeat the Fire Nation. It is also a really cool world world building episode where where we see more of more of the spirits. I always really enjoy this. I every single time the spirits are there I I always really really enjoy it and and it is so cool going in going into the lab to the library learning all about different forms of history looking at look looking at the maps and then you pretty much have a horror movie associated <laughs> yeah. with it with it, where Wang Shi, where Wang Shi Tong, who is the, who is the all-knowing um, owl, owl spirit that is in that 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 is in the library, ter- turns into a owl snake monster that is just trying to kill them and just and and just bring them down, literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the spirit world, forever, and. And although I hate Appa being being kidnapped, it's such a integral moment to Aang's growth, and it's such a shock for the viewer. Where um, where this is one of the first cartoon series that like bad things happen. And they uh-huh. don't get rec- rectified the episode after. It yeah. takes quite a few episodes. Man, it it's like finally, seven, eight, seven some episodes. Uh, too many like episodes that. to Crazy. get Appa back. So it feels like a real loss when that happens. And it leads into um, the desert, which which is a also a great episode. But just that whole arc is so good. And and. And I and they also really love the in, the interactions Toph Toph <laughs> starts to have with all of the um, main gang as they are where 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 she really starts to feel more at home feel feel more part of the group. Yeah, library is a solid episode. I love it. I love the design of the library. I love. Yep, I love the creepy ass owl. <laughs> that is something out of. Like Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away, um, I love. I like the uh, Professor Zay dude. He's, <laughs> He's just fun. Passion for books. I respect him for choosing to stick it out in the library. Uh, <laughs> which, okay, I mean, there's like a demon bird in there chasing down humans at the time where you decide to stay there, but that's your choice. I respect that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and I like, I love the third act of that one as well, because it's like, there is like three different ticking time bombs going on at the same time. You got Appa being kidnapped, it's Toph so trying stressful. 
Mm-hmm. Toph trying to hold up the library before it uh, continues to sink. And then uh, Aang and Sokka trying to, trying to, yeah. And then Aang and Sokka trying to figure out when the next um, solar eclipse is before they get eaten by Demon Owl. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lots of stuff, lots of tension. Uh, just great episode. And it really pushes the plot in a new direction that I don't think with a new momentum that I don't think the first half of book one had up to that point, which is totally fine exactly. because the episodes before it are still great. But um, I think this one really Gives uh, heightens, yeah, heightens the momentum. It's like, okay, well, we got to do this and this and this before that eclipse comes so we can take advantage of it, which I'm sure will be a rounding success. Nothing oh, yeah. Can go, nothing can go wrong with At all. that. No. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yep. Well, so my favorite episode, shock or shocker, shocker, my second favorite episode is the Tales of Bossing Say. Knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, she's gonna have Bossing Say as her second one. So I was really <laughs> shocked and surprised that you picked something else. Um, yeah, but Tales of Bossing Say, solid episode. It was an episode that I did not like when I was younger because I was stupid. <laughs> but uh, nowadays, it's really solid. I mentioned this in when we did a deep dive in the episode, I think. But if I were to just introduce somebody who'd never seen this show to the show without starting at the very beginning, I would honestly consider giving them this episode to start with because you really get a sense of who every character is in each little vignette. It's only like four minutes long per person. But at least for me, I feel like you really get an understanding of what makes each character um what each ma- what makes each main character tick as it progresses particularly shout outs to tale of iroh the, the part oh. everyone remembers and it's just like the most heartbreaking thing ever and just eclipses everything that makes iroh a fantastic character it's just so dang good there's so many layers to that vignette alone that that snippet alone is worth the price of admission for this episode. Uh, other special shout outs, Tale of Zuko. <laughs> Zuko going on a date is just it's so cute. Gold. It's so cute. He's such a dork. And it's great because it gives us some a sneak peek of what Zuko is going to be like in book three, particularly after he joins the group and in the beach episode when he's kind of forced to interact like a normal person with people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and not focus on something as singular as trying to um get back in with his dad <laughs> so uh, yeah and then it's um, pretty great and then um Sokka's haikus are just amazing <laughs> yeah. haiku rap battle is so great <laughs> I love Zuka or I love Sokka um, I think that's great for his character because, I mean, he's the comic relief, but it also shows he can think on his feet. Yeah, he's smart. He's a cool dude. <laughs> like, I can't come up with haikus that fast. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, oh, and plus, <laughs> I don't think I wrote this down on favorite minor character, which we'll get to later, but one of them, if I had written it down, would probably be that bouncer <laughs> at the haiku. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why that. does the Haiku Club have a bouncer? What is this guy's story? I want to know. Oh, um, also, the teacher who I think just has a date in her sleeve. F- yeah, for, for like for, the fun. Yes, 
<laughs> she was waiting for that. She was like, yeah. She was so excited to use that date. It's like, oh man, I got the perfect one. <laughs> Puns galore. <laughs> oh my goodness. Every, uh, yeah. Every single little little snippet is is just amazing. And yeah. even though Aang's is the weakest one because it's just him having fun, mm-hmm. it's still not bad. It's no. still fantastic. Yeah, and this all exemplifies Aang as a character. He's helpful. He wants to help out. He's fun, happy-go-lucky. Wants to help all the animals because he's an animal lover. And he's probably missing out on Appa deep down. So having contact with other animals is probably nice for him. Uh, which, speaking of which, yeah, is, quote, fillery, unquote, which I don't believe, as this episode may be, I think it lends itself well to world building in terms of, you know, just seeing what the day-to-day life in Ba Sing Se is like, particularly for our main characters. And the final vignette is oh. involving Momo and gives a little insight as to what might have ha- happened to Appa. Which which leads into stuff. Appa's lost days. Ugh, which is a doozy. Yeah. But that is my second favorite. Uh, honorable mentions, again, because book two is so solid, it's really hard to pick favorites. But um, I forgot how good the finale is. So throwing in the guru and this crossroads of destiny, just solid stuff. One of the best finales of television, in my opinion. Come at me. Mm-hmm. Just good stuff. So I, let's uh, talk. Uh, oh, yes. One more honorable mention from me. And mm-hmm. that would be the city of walls and secrets. When, um, when um Jet and Zuko are <laughs> their kind of combined adventure together. Mm-hmm. It is it is just so in it's so interesting to see two different characters that were that that were both written so differently in season one grow grow separately to to come together for a common goal. Yeah. And it's and, until Jet <laughs> until just paranoia sinks in (laughs) but then we get hot sword fight (laughs) yeah jet and zuko yeah katara's wet dream yeah (laughs) yeah too bad she wasn't there are you fighting over me no (laughs) katara hates hates she hates him she hates jet (laughs) and she'll hate zuko for a time too but not not really in book two so much as maybe the end of book two onward into book three for a bit. But that's until book three. So let's talk about our least favorite episodes. This is the hardest thing ever because, I mean, okay, yeah, least so, favorite in book two. I, I did a cop-out, kind of. Okay. I kind of did some so, cop-out, too. Yeah, so I have my, like, real one just because... I don't like watching it. <laughs> and then I have my my second one, which is still a good episode, but it's just not as strong as the other ones, I think. And that um okay, so I love Appa's Lost Day so much, <laughs> but I cannot watch that, it. That is totally it fair. It kills me. Oh. It is it is my least favorite episode because it's so yeah. good. Yeah. On a rewatch, it is so hard be 
and it's done so well where there's very little speech and it is all based on animation it is mm-hmm. it, it is all based on your um connection to this animal that only exists in this show yep. and, and and it's so well done and, and it just pulls at you and, and and you want him to succeed and i can't watch it uh, I wholeheartedly agree with you there. Seriously, I feel like I've only watched that episode a handful of times versus literally every other episode in this yeah. show. Like, I've probably seen Great Divide more times than I've seen <laughs> seen Up His Lost Days because it's just so brutal. Like, no one likes animal abuse, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> God, even fictional ones like Appa just breaks your heart, but it's really solid. Okay, and then my my kind of real one which like it still has really good moments it is the swamp yeah i i had that on my I, list i like the swamp mm-hmm. it is a it is a fine episode but um but uh the the kind of story kind of drags just a little bit it is there are there are themes in it that are themes in in other episodes um it is basically used so that like ang is ang is trying to find toph um and and then there's this whole like side plot about how zuko is too proud to see his to to see his grandfather well grandfather (laughs) uncle iroh begging and he starts to be a thief again and that breaks my heart too. Yeah. And, and it isn't a bad episode. It's just not as good mm-hmm. as, as, as the other episodes near it. Kind of like kind of like Avatar Day, except Avatar Day has a mystery involved. And <laughs> I like Babs mystery. loves mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I agree with you on the swamp. And like Again, that's what's so hard about book two, because there's, unlike book one, there's really no Great Divide or Bato of the Water Tribe that's just like, yep, these are the two uh, stains on an otherwise really solid season for me. But um, yeah, but the Swamp was one of mine uh, for all of the same things that you mentioned. I do like the little insights into Aang, Katara, and Sokka as they're hallucinating through the Swamp. I, I like yeah, the nice. setup for, mm-hmm. I like the setup for Toph. Although I don't, I wonder if it was really needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like how I, I like um, Sokka's vision of UA because it showcases how Sokka feels guilt for not being able to protect her. And it kind of transitions into when Suki returns a couple episodes later, just how he uh, is like incredibly overprotective of her as a result initially. And then. Of course, Katara flashing back to her mom. <laughs> yeah, you can see how that impacts her. And then it it will reach ahead. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, book three, which I can't wait for that episode. And yeah. And of course, I love the Arozuko stuff. But yeah, on the whole, it's just like an okay episode for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, Florid- the Floridian waterbenders <laughs> are cool. <laughs> <The> different- <laughs> We're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. We're- we are allowed to say it. Yeah. Go Gators. Go Gators. Yeah, they're cool. But yeah, it's just an okay episode. My other 
least favorite episode is probably the Earth King. Just, mm. I don't know, like the Earth King's okay. The, the Earth King also has some good moments in it. The action scene as they were trying to infiltrate the palace in the beginning of the episode is really solid, really kick-ass. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Earth King himself, or I don't like how... He's the quick, worst. Yeah. That, and I just don't like how quick he was to turn on Long Fang and support essentially some children. I, I know one of them is the Avatar, but like, you know, when you've been like brainwashed for that long and have never left the palace, I don't know. I feel like it would take at least a, a couple more tries. Resistance. Yeah, just a little more resistance to swap sides like that. Just a little more. So that aspect of it wasn't all that believable to me. Although I really love the ending of this episode where it's just like yeah. it fits you out with the <laughs> happy yeah, ending. Worried. Yeah. It's like everything's great. Sokka's going to go meet his dad. Aang's going to go learn how to control the Avatar state. Uh, Katara unfortunately has to hang out with the Earth King, but that's okay. She's going to help arm them for war. And you know what? The Kyoshi Warriors are back. Everything. Oh, no. Yeah. It, oh, and Toph's going to go reunite with her mom. It's going to be great. It's definitely a lead up episode. Yeah, this is definitely we're setting things up here. Yeah. So yeah, good parts about it. Just overall, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I almost was going to use Serpent's Pass and put that on my list, but that was I, in my my honorable mentions too. Yeah, I, it made it off this list primarily because I. I do love the exploration into Aang's grief still. And um, I also love the relationship between Sokka and Suki. They're really adorable in this episode. And I like how Sokka opens up to her about not being able to really move on from UA just yet. Cause, and he's feeling overprotective of her because he, he feels like he wasn't able to protect UA and everything. And that's really cute. Uh, plus... Plus, I do love yet again the Jet and Zuko scenes when they oh are, yeah <laughs> when they that. are stealing food from the captain yeah that is always really neat and um and um although I think the whole like hope trope is oh, it, it is yeah. a bit overdone I sometimes you gotta throw it in there of yeah we're 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 having a baby we are gonna name the baby hope because this whole series is about hope for the future yeah plus this pregnant family we see them all the freaking time (laughs) they just can't catch a break (laughs) you see them in uh zuko alone because zuko's about to steal from them (laughs) and then she realizes that she's pregnant yeah he doesn't Uh, that's important. He probably would have. Uh, yeah, if she wasn't pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's got his standards. Um, yeah, and then you see him again here, and then we see them when they're in Bossing Say, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I thought we were gonna be safe here, but no we one's safe not. here." Like, oh goodness, yeah, they can't catch a break. Bless their hearts. Oh. So, <laughs> anyway, let's transition into. Something a little lighter. Favorite animals. Okay. So before you say it, turtle ducks. Turtle ducks are <laughs> yeah, the best. Yeah, turtle, turtle ducks. ducks forever. Turtle ducks are life. Seriously. <sighs> uh, and Zuko, what the heck were you thinking throwing stuff at turtle ducks? Like, How dare you? No. Yeah. I know apparently Z- apparently Azula did it off screen too, but 
Zuko, you should know better. Freaking turtle ducks are the best. <laughs> turtle ducks are the best things that have ever existed, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, if I have to pick a second one, it would probably be, which I don't know if, I don't know if they actually count, but the fox spirits. Oh, yeah. In the library. Yes. I don't know if they count, count. They count. We can count them. They're animals. But they're, but they're so cute and so awesome. And it's great. Yeah, they're adorable. What so what about you? Um, yeah, so the library had a lot of cute animals. Right? <laughs> uh yeah. I kind I put down Wan Chi Tong, technically speaking, but I don't know if he counts really, because I mean, he's a spirit. But I'm a I'm gonna allow it personally. He's cool. Okay. I love his design. I love what they do with his voice, where it's like, I don't know, it sounds like there's three people talking at the same time. Yeah, it's really cool. Weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's just really cool. It's a straight up Miyazaki design. Oh, uh, I also love the turtle ducks. I put down turtle ducks, and I also love those gopher things that <laughs> Aang's uh, playing his flute with oh! in the beginning of the library episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then like popping out of the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, and then uh, um, on. Honorable mention for the badger moles. Oh yeah, yeah, the badger moles make an appearance here. You're absolutely right. They are wonderful. <laughs> they are great. And protected oh, toff. Yep. Just, so it, it it's just so so cute. Those um the that animation with with like baby toff learning how to oh, earth bend with them. That's so cute. That's not till book three, but we still see the badger moles here. And I also, I also put down Appa, but again, I don't really know if he counts. Appa's a character. Yeah, Appa's kind of a character. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Appa. He went through a lot this season. And yeah, he's the best. And shout out to Bosco the Bear as an honorable mention. Oh, the bear bear? Yes, just the bear. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Great. So now we transition into moments that pissed us off. So these are just parts of the show that pissed us off either because we thought somebody was out of character or they just genuinely pissed us off from a like well-written perspective. Oh, you mean Zuko? Yeah. Yes. You mean Zuko doing things yes. I don't uh-huh. like? Zuko, yeah, just Zuko doing things. I wrote in all caps, just Zuko. Yeah. yeah my first was, was just zuko doing things i don't like yeah. <laughs> zuko, zuko making bad choices zuko's yep. zuko stealing from people zuko being mean to iroh zuko ripping out my heart ripping into a thousand pieces and then kind of putting it back in my chest for a bit but it's still no longer functional yeah <laughs> zuko you zuko- had you 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 had your like transformation fever. Why didn't it work? Why? I know. <laughs> God. Like I still as much as we as much as we are devastated by this development in Zuko, here's why it's great <laughs> from a writing perspective. One, giant character arcs like this don't happen overnight for people. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for people to change and there's going to be times where you're going to backtrack or relapse into mm-hmm. old habits and stuff. And 
he got manipulated pretty good by Azula. And I'm not saying that he is no longer a guilty party because of that, because he totally is. And he was the one who ultimately made a choice, but it's hard. Yeah. And he still has yet to fully accept the fact that his dad's an abusive asshole and, uh, and all that jazz and that he could be choosing a path that's a lot more righteous and, and better than the one that he really wants to pursue in the moment. On top of that, I feel like his metaphor, his metamorphosis transformation didn't really work necessarily. I feel like it was partially steered by Iroh to the point where he's kind of doing what Iroh wanted him to be rather than what Zuko himself wants to be. So it was pretty easy to break it when Azula comes mm. with an even stronger offer than Iroh can give. So I feel like when he finally does, spoiler alert, change sides for good in book three, it feels so earned just because of like all of the roller coaster, giant roller coaster ride that we go on with this character and the fact that he relapsed this hard at the end of book two, only for him to come to realize himself that he was totally in the wrong back then and be able to confront his dad about everything and swap sides completely on his own merit. Like he wasn't relying off of Iroh. He wasn't relying on Azula. He was relying on like his beliefs and everything that he learned in his journey, both with Iroh and by himself and and stuff in order to come to a conclusion about what he needs to do. That was wonderfully said. Thank you. That was my Ted talk. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Uh, The, the the biggest reason why we are so disappointed with Zuko is because we know that he can do better be, mm-hmm. be because he has done better and it is him and and it is him regressing and you really care about him and and you want him to succeed so yeah so so someone that you care about doing something that you know isn't right that that they know isn't right also it it makes for a really engaging television show yeah plus yeah mad respect for the writers for you know trusting their audience again in this moment like usually when you watch character arcs happen it's like it's usually a straight line sort of thing when you're watching a lot of shows not just uh children's shows and this one has the nerve to be like, no, developing as a person does not happen in a straight line. There will be times where you regress and make bad decisions. So it's more like a, a bunch of hills and valleys <laughs> that slowly incline to a point that's better than where you're currently at. So not not only that, but 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 most media doesn't take that time to evolve a villain. They mm-hmm. will just change them in in just one episode. They have had a change of heart. That's it. We, yeah. ne- we we never get that process because it's nuanced and it's very hard to to craft correctly. And and they are doing something extremely well, which is why we are talking about it now. And it is why people keep on keep on watching it keep on reading reading comic books about it and keep on wanting that netflix show to come out which might be okay yeah hopefully i don't know i don't know but 
but there's still interest because it's such a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another so, moment yeah. that pissed me off okay. is Toph's parents. Oh, yeah. They found out that their that their daughter was the best earthbender that mm-hmm. anyone has ever seen, and yet they still don't believe in in her own agency, and they still treat her like less than a child. She yeah, is an accessory to them. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's really upsetting. And they hire two two rogues. <laughs> yeah. Two stupid dumb and dumber rogues <laughs> to come and to come and try to kidnap her for her yeah. own good. It's pretty it's messed up. It's terrible. They saw it. Like dang. And again, that's uh uh subverting expectations but in a good way. Like yeah. because you know, most of the time when you watch something like this where it's like Oh, we don't approve of you doing blah 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 blah, and then they show up to whatever talent show or event that they're performing the thing that talent they love. Show. In. Yes, it's usually a talent show, and then yeah. they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, they're you're like, right. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I should have listened to you earlier. Not here. They just <laughs> they do the reverse and just double down on their overprotectiveness and taking away her agency because <laughs> despite seeing her be a total badass, like <laughs> it's crazy and they're like that far down in denial and far up their own so much up their own ass that they can't see how stifling that is and how much they're uh impacting their daughter yeah Mm -hmm. harming their daughter yeah it's harming her it's it's abuse we can call it abuse and and like imagine what what toff's life would be if she never met the avatar she would just be trapped for her entire life. She wouldn't. I don't know. I get the feeling that she'd probably run off eventually. Still, but who knows? Yeah, where I she mean, she is. She is twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> right off the there is of, there is time. <laughs> yeah, if she doesn't run away when she's twelve, she runs away when she's an angsty teenager. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, twelve and a half. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was making a lot of. Oh, a a a lot of money for herself. Mm. That might have been part of part of the plan. Yeah, who knows? Yep. Uh, yeah, but I think part of why she didn't leave prior to meeting Aang up to that point anyway was like she's twelve. Well, she's twelve, and I mean, I don't know. She, she still loves her parents. She loves her parents, and they're still a part of her. That's like, yeah, I should please my parents, but. I think it, give her like another year. There's gonna be a point where she's like, oh, "Screw it! I love my parents, but I'm out." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so my other moment that pissed me off is just Abba being abused. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, uh, it's like the worst. <laughs> worst. It's hard to watch. Abba's last days is just brutal. Oh God. Yeah. Not really, yeah. Not really, uh, not a lot of out of character moments for me. No, I couldn't think of. I I couldn't think of anything because, um, even though Zuko does things that I don't like, yeah, he's doing Zuko. Yep, <laughs> Zuko being Zuko. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> is 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 acting the way they should be and that's what makes such 
such a good series. I mean, mm-hmm. they have just fully crafted these characters, and they're pretty perfect now. Yep. Good stuff. Like, the writers know what they're doing. They had, like, just really two major stumbles back in book one, but I think they recovered from it very well. Um, Yeah. So now on a lighter note, let's talk about funny moments. Yay. So moments in the show that we love because they're hilarious. So I'll start. Uh, (laughs) My first one is just Zuko and Iroh trying to survive in the woods. Oh, um, yeah. The white jade bush or the white (laughs) dragon bush. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) But wait, these are Bakui berries, which cure the white jade. (laughs) That or Makaora berries, which cause blindness. (laughs) It's so casual too. Oh my god, and then Zuko's trying to go fishing. <laughs> and he comes back and there's it's this the like fish. I know. It's so great. <laughs> They're hilarious. Uh I also put <laughs> just anything with dorky Zuko. So Zuko's date. <laughs> what do you like I to do for fun? Too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> God. Uh, anything in the cave of two lovers <laughs> and um, Sokka high on cactus juice <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it this... is the quenchiest <laughs> yeah and then the best line <laughs> because it's just so angsty the lightning keeps <laughs> blowing up in my face like everything always does yes <laughs> okay <laughs> you have picked my top ones but I want to add any time Toph makes a blind joke. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's what it'll look like if someone actually spots it. Uh, oh. And then um uh I I loved Sokka just picking on Katara for for previously <laughs> dating Jet. <laughs> It's so good. Top does it too. She's like, yeah, is this your does. boyfriend or something? No. Like, no. I can tell you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other blind joke that I love, they're talking about how bad uh, Sokka's Appa poster is. <laughs> and Top's like, it looks just like him to me. <laughs> Sokka's oh. like, thanks, I really... Why do you feel the need to do that? <laughs> uh, when Toph puts up Puts up the poster upside down. Oh yeah, and and actually reversed. Then it's like, yeah, I will just go with Sokka. Yeah. <laughs> like what? You think I can't put up posters of my own? <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Still yeah. funny. Funny season. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. really funny. Uh, uh, honorable mention for just Azula's speeches. She's so good. Just um uh during the first episode of the season when she's talking about the tides. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me find that quote. I love that quote. Yeah. Um there we go. I'm sorry, but I do not know much about the tides. Can can you explain something to me? Do the tides command this ship? He said the tides would not allow us to, to bring the ship in. Do the tides command this ship? 
and if I were to throw you overboard, would the would would the tides think twice about crushing you against against the rocky shore? It's like uh, Azula's <laughs> just constantly savage, and it's hilarious. Yeah. So maybe you should worry less about the tides and worry more about me. Still mulling it over. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, yeah. So those are the funniest moments. Now we go back to the negatives. So least favorite minor characters. So characters who showed up for like one or two episodes. Okay. Yeah. So this actually counts. Zhao. Mm-hmm. Zhao still sucks. <laughs> Zhao is still yeah. the He's Shout still it. ruining everything. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. He's in yes, a flashback. He is. <laughs> he is in the flashback. Yeah. In the library. Zhao yeah. was the asshole that 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 burnt it ruined down it for humans. The fire. <laughs> the fire section of the library and ruined yep. it for everyone. Screw mm-hmm. you, Zhao. He Screw sucks. you. <laughs> yeah. So when Zhao in book one, just for context, was talking about how we knew how to kill the moon and the ocean spirits, it's because he went to the same library that the gang ends up going to in book two. And the owl brings it up again, like, uh, I don't like humans up in here because the last one who was here was trying to use it to perpetuate a war. And plus he burned down like a whole wing of my library, which I'm not okay with. Yeah, okay. so and <laughs> Zhao then, sucks. Zhao sucks, and then um the Sam the Sandbenders b- that that stole Appa and then lied oh, about yeah. stealing Appa. Mm-hmm. They suck. Yeah, so my least favorite minor characters were in all caps all the assholes in App in Appa's lost days. <laughs> so oh, everybody, no, so, every single one. Uh-huh. So Sandbenders, the circus people, the porcupine thing, the hornet things. <laughs> y'all suck you suck azula can azula too because you know appa's just getting some good old r&r from the kiyoshi warriors yeah. and then azula and ozai's angels oh, swoop in and ruin everything so y'all suck <laughs> and oh yeah and um uh what's his face the advisor from long fang? long fang yeah he sucks too because he freaking buried him i had him down also he also, was so close to meeting appa or to meeting ang again Oh. Also, uh, Long Fang. I don't know if he counted as a major character or a or or a I minor wasn't sure character. Either. Somewhere but, in the middle. Um, yeah, but he he is supposed to be all powerful in Bossing Say, but then Azula shows up, and then in like a week, no one cares about him. He's no. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wow, you got overthrown by a fourteen-year-old. Okay, not all, she's 14 not, not she's only 14. that but in a week yeah come <laughs> on very long was not very long yeah uh, people really weren't loyal to you no <laughs> yep so i think those were all mine oh yeah honorable mentions the kid from zuko alone yeah yeah and uh yeah, that that was all mine. Ooh, um, and um, General Fong or Fang from episode one. Oh yeah, who, yep. Who was like, hey, <laughs> let me just, Zara. yeah, let me just try to get the this Avatar state out to make a like nuclear weapon that I can just turn on and off. Oh God, that's yeah. awful. <laughs> Yay! 
Yeah, but again, we don't really, I don't think we have any assholes who suck because they were just like poorly written or anything this time around. Yeah. Everyone yep. has has motivation for, for doing what they're doing. Yeah. So now the harder category, least favorite character, to which I put lol nobody. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't think of one. So, um, so even though, spoiler alert, my favorite character, Zuko, I also said my, my least favorite character, Zuko. <laughs> that is actually the soldier. <laughs> Because he, oh my cause he God. disappoints me so much. Oh. More so favorite character, but also least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I love him too much. I love him. Oh, man, he sucks. Oh. Oh, oh wait. So betrayed. Uh, uh, also, honorable mention for um the for the women from um from um Tales of Bossing Say. Oh, yeah. That made fun of Toph and Katara's makeup. Yeah. To be fair, that Screw was a lot them. of makeup. It was a lot of makeup, though. <laughs> yeah, but just, but just laugh to yourselves. Yeah, like a person. Mm-hmm. We yeah, all, we we all see something, laugh in our head, text our friend, "Hey, hey, mm-hmm. someone's wearing weird makeup." Yeah, don't like tell it to their face. No. <laughs> yep, that is totally fair. Yeah, but it's really hard to pick a least favorite character. Yeah. This, I honestly this, don't have one. I don't remember. Was I think mine from last season was probably Zhao, but yeah, now that Zhao's the worst. not really a main character anymore here. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know who I would choose for this. I guess Ozai, but he's not really in this uh, season. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't have a least favorite character. <laughs> it's tough. Uh. Everyone else just hung out for a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe... See, I don't want to say anybody because I know it's going to piss somebody off. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Like, maybe Momo just because he had the least to do. But but even then, he's fine. Know. Yeah, he's fine. What's the scene? Tale of Momo where he's like, oh, so over Appa, that breaks my heart. Yeah. There's really not. You know I what, really Appa, for making me feel bad for Appa. Oh, yeah. How dare you, Appa? Awful. So, why do you have to be so awesome, Appa? Why do you have to be so cute and great? Same yeah. thing, Zuko. Zuko, Appa. Why are you guys so so cute, wonderful Ugh. little little fragile flowers that I that I just want to protect? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Oh my god. Sorry for the cop outs, guys. Yeah, sorry. This is a good book. <laughs> this is tough. Book two is really solid. So back to the favorites. Um, favorite minor character. Okay. Avatar Kiyoshi. Oh yeah, she's badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she comes back. Um a, becomes Aang for a moment to just say, yeah. Yep. I yeah I did it. I killed that dude. He sucked. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he was terrible, and and it was a good thing I did it. So mm-hmm. bye. No remorse. <laughs> so badass, and she single handedly created Kyoshi Island. Yeah, like badass. <laughs> like seriously, everyone hates on Avatar Day, and yeah, neither of us put it on our least fave. I didn't put it on there. I like Avatar because- Day. 
yeah, I think it's I, I think it's got some funny jokes in it, and the world building regarding Kyoshi and Kyoshi Island, I generally think is cool. That and Avatar Kyoshi is just a badass. <laughs> God. Uh, pl- plus, I love the whole like boiling oil vat versus. Yeah. <laughs> Looks thing. like it's boiled in oil. Yeah. Community service. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, community service. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Uh, um, my favorite minor character. Again, it's uh, cheating. So I just I said the hippies from yes yeah me too they're on my list the nomads yeah the nomads yeah hey someone's building someone's building a big campfire (laughs) (laughs) oh god wow Uh, they're on cactus juice oh I know you Uh, bet they're on like tons and tons of cap of cactus juice my god. And then um, I know, I I know what Leslie thinks, but I love Jet. Jet is a great <laughs> character. I'll let you have him. I think he's more interesting <laughs> this time around. The oh, second yeah. time around, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, about four hundred percent more interesting. Mm-hmm. We see his see his interactions when he is out of his element. He is actually a bit more modest. You. You see the problem that actually come along with him being so prejudiced and so paranoid against the Fire Nation, where even though he he has a good thing going, he just can't let it go. Yeah, and I think he's he's more interesting now, and because of how he is in relation to Zuko at this point, where it's like he's going down a path of change, but he regresses similar to how Zuko does by the end of the season and unfortunately when jet regresses there's no coming out of it that's what zuko could be if he didn't come to terms with his actions at when he did i mean so. um thinking thing thinking about that and it's not a direct parallel but um but um jet has literally been brainwashed by the dai li he has Mm-hmm. But he was brainwashed by the Dai Li because he couldn't let go of his paranoia. Yes. Yeah. But just, but just like Zuko, he has people that are that are con- that are controlling him, and he can snap out of it to actually do good. Mm-hmm. Zuko or people who are there from that for him, if that's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Zuko has to snap out of that previous brainwashing too where Zuko where it wasn't literal brain brainwashing but just Azula whispering in his ear his 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 dad's memory just just looking over him all all the all the all all all, all the time making him act a certain way if and if Zuko doesn't change he will go down the same path Jet does, where, where he can't survive in that world because he can't change. Mm-hmm. And essentially, like, both would end up being manipulated by a larger power. So, like, you know, Jet's brainwashed by Dai Li, and Zuko gets manipulated by Azula. And, like, had he not come to his senses, I mean, he'd ultimately just be going along with whatever daddy ozai says and 
getting bullied with Azula probably too because uh yeah yeah just cautionary tale and, and it's, oh and it's really interesting because because it's one of the first deaths we see it is it is one of the first characters that we like mm-hmm. enough like it's not Zhao I mean everyone hates yeah, exactly. Zhao right Zhao is the worst yeah he sucks but seeing Jet die not just some some faceless Fire Nation soldier it it shows that the stakes have really been heightened mm-hmm crazy stuff um also as far as favorite minor characters go uh, i want to give a shout out to if we can give a shout out to jet i'd like to give a shout out to suki suki's yes. awesome suki's uh, a- she's great with appa <laughs> like I, I just i need that in my life she's like the one bright spot <laughs> in that episode <laughs> uh oh her and the guru mm-hmm. shout out to the guru too guru Patek. guru yeah, yeah he's uh yeah, but Suki's great. I love her relationship with Sokka. I think they're really cute. I genuinely think they're a cute couple. And they don't get enough love. What would you call that put together? Um Suka? Sucka? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Saki. Uh, Saki. <laughs> I like Saki. Let's go with Saki. Yeah, Saki. Um, yeah. And I also like Professor Zay, as I mentioned before. Guy who he likes books is a man after my heart. Yeah. Uh, that said, I don't know if I choose to hang out in a library with a demon owl personally, but again, respect the decision. <laughs> and oh, yeah. And shout out to if we did favorite hottest minor character. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Sokka and Guitar's dad. <laughs> oh my God. Sokka's dad. <laughs> Woo! He's great. Uh, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's a like, cool dude. Suki, look at Sokka's dad. That is what you have to look forward to. I know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's great. He's super supportive of his kids. He respects his kids. He's He makes dad jokes. It's great. It's- Great. That mm-hmm. whole episode was so cute. I know. It was so sweet. And we get to see him again, like, multiple times in book three. Yes. Yeah. I'd say he's more of a recurring character at that point in book three. Yeah. We are just a little bit thirsty for Sokka's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, now, now that we've gotten all those important things out of the way, we've now reached the big leagues. This is it. This is the best character slash our MVP. This is the character we felt really stood out this season for good and or bad reasons. It's Zuko. For oh, me, man. I put Azula. Oh, oh boy. Okay, you go first. Okay. But I oh okay, so um this season I think that it is definitely Zuko. Zuko Zuko grows so much and it is so hard seeing whether 
whether to pick Zuko for book two or book three. Um, but 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 we see the good and bad of 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 Zuko. We 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 really see him come into his his own as a person, start to make decisions, start to really grow as a character, good and bad, and it's so interesting and so and so great to to see where he's going and it's so heartbreaking when he makes the wrong decision at the end of at at the end of the season and and i think that if i had to pick a protagonist it wouldn't be ang this season it would be zuko because because zuko is is really the one whose journey we are we are we, we we are following i think i mean the gang it, the 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 gang it is it, it is reaching for a for a goal and i know that the oppa's loss really hurting and and he had to really grow from it but but we've seen zuko evolve so much this in this entire season and most of the best parts of this season were directly because of Zuko. So so it was hard, but I think it's Zuko for me this season. Okay. Why Solid. is it Azulo for you? Man. Yeah, okay. So I thought about putting Zuko here too. And part of why I didn't was because in your debate about whether or not book to three. make him a be- Yeah. Book three to me is the season of Zuko. Like Zuko is killing it on all fronts in book three. The best parts of book three to me all come from Zuko in some way, shape, or form for the most part. And uh, I can't wait to gush over everything that happens with that character in book three. But um, he is also very compelling here. And like you said before, yeah, it's so heartbreaking to see him make all these positive decisions and be on a path that makes him a better person only to just completcompletely break my heart and break Ozai or Ozai's break Iroh's heart and just mm-hmm. fall back on old habits by the end of it. And that's still super compelling. So, but the reason why I went with Azula, Azula. was because this character is like representative one of everything. I think a second season or like a sequel to something is supposed to do like introduce new characters, which can help raise the stakes a bit, which is what she does. She like initially Zuko was the biggest threat that the gang was facing. Now it's Azula, and like you see why she's a freaking manipulative sociopathic monster. And you I see love how her. She, she's great. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that she single handedly takes down the impenetrable city because that's what Bossing Say translates out to. <laughs> As so a fourteen year old, yeah, within like the span of a week is insane and uh she's super compelling and like zuko i feel like you learn a lot about her and how her mind ticks she's a perfectionist she's all about being precise uh to the point where she only shoots fire out of two fingers most of the time and um you see that she's always been a sociopath (laughs) growing up with zuko and stuff and I don't know. She, I just like how much she as a character raises the stakes and from an MVP perspective. I mean, she did what she set out to do. She got rid of the Avatar. At least that's what she thinks happens anyway. And 
when she starts to doubt whether or not that happens in book three, she bounces back on it. It's like, oh, I'm going to pin it on Zuko. So in the event, he's still alive. It's not my fault. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And she got the job done. She set out to do everything she wanted to do. She got her brother back on her side now and is able to manipulate him with great finesse. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, she took out a whole city that couldn't be taken out even by the great dragon of the West, Iroh. She captured the dragon of the West. (laughs) I mean, she's badass, and she feels that much closer to Ozai, where it's just like, oh my god, the Zula is this much of a monster. Or it's just a natural progression. It's like, okay, Zuko initially came off as maybe a monster, but not really, more of just like a whiny prince. And then, like, Azula ups it up like oh no she's a full-on monster and then it's like we get to season three where it's like oh yeah ozai is basically hitler <laughs> so yeah <laughs> uh-huh um yeah Playing so by the for, joker mm, yeah so and for me this is azula's peak i think this mm-hmm. is as high as she goes in terms of you know kicking ass and taking names whether even though True. it's for the wrong reasons yeah because like from book three from the start onward that is her downfall uh, yeah she you can tell that she's still under ozai's shadow and as that shadow starts to expand she becomes more insecure about herself and yeah her her downfall is that i mean because she instills fear into so many people including her friends those relationships are much more tenuous than the ones that even zuko forms after he changes sides so for me this was azula's season you know yeah. what? I I could really get on get on board with that. Sweet. Yeah, I totally I'm totally cool with your Zuko one as well. Like I think both are valid cases. It is it is very close, but if I'm looking at both book book two and three, Zuko would be better for book three than for book two. Yeah, and spoiler Azula, alert. I'm <laughs> yeah spoiler i'm pretty sure our mvps next season will be zuko like yeah 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 zuko oh my god but, yeah okay. <laughs> also you guys might be thinking what about ang well zuko's there sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god which you know Book i do want to pick Sokka, guys yeah we pick Sokka. Sokka. neither of us would we were. Not, I don't think it, either of us were expecting to pick Zaka by the end of it. Zaka <laughs> yeah. just rocked. Mm-hmm. Sokka kicks ass. Sokka's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to Sokka. And I thought Sokka had a great arc in book one. And, uh, you know, I yeah, I do want to give a shout out to a couple other people, though. Iroh is still fantastic. I think... Iroh's you, wonderful. Yeah, you get a lot more sides to Iroh in book two as well. I think he's giving a lot more serious advice to Zuko I mean not that he wasn't already but I think he's doubled down doubling down on it just because he can sense that Zuko's in a precarious spot at this point now that he's a full-on fugitive with the Fire Nation and stuff and like trying to figure out what his purpose is um plus all the tea times with Iroh in this season solid tea time with um Toph tea time with the dude who was trying to mug him <laughs> and tells the boss thing say i don't really count it's technically not tea involved but just <laughs> him talking with ang and crossroads of destiny on their way to go save zuko and katara 
so great. <laughs> and yeah. Also, I do want to give a shout out to Aang as well, because I still think he goes through a lot of compelling uh, events as well. Because, I mean, you got Appa, who disappears for like six, seven episodes, and just how devastating that is on him. You can see him going through like all the stages of grief. And you see him being out of character in a way that makes sense for him because like i mean he's full-on ready to kill those sandbenders which is something that him who's like basically a full-on pacifist would never do or he would not be the aggressor in that situation at least um yeah and that and i really love that the guru episode shout out to part one of the finale again because that was like Aang's equivalent Zuko alone type episode where you kind of get like a deep dive into just um, Aang's insecurities and like learning to let go of the past and and on all that jazz and how he feels confl conflicted internally that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Aang is still great. Aang is great. But, yeah, but I but by but I also want to want to do a honorary mention to Toph because mm -hmm. because she is a new character this season who isn't even around for the entire season really but she's such a she was a missing part of the group yeah and she fits in so well and 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 she's hilarious she's hilarious skilled heartfelt and she's such and she's such a good addition to the story I totally agree with you on that. Good stuff. Um, yeah, any other shout outs to characters that we want to? Uh, shout out to every single character ever named. Avatar's great. Shout yeah. out to every episode. Really, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so good. I love it. <laughs> Y'all are amazing. And they continue to be amazing in book three, which I'm excited about. So yes. first, overall book two thoughts. I I think it's my favorite book overall. I yeah. I always debate this with book three. Sorry, book one. Mm -hmm. I think most but, fans debate back and forth between book and books two and three, really. Yeah. Book, which is the better one? Yeah. Book two is is so well done. It raises the stakes. We we get the real plot. Azula's in it a lot. Azula's my favorite. <laughs> if you guys haven't noticed um absolute favorite character forever but um but it's but it's so well done and there's so many nuances and so many different different character arcs that happen that it that it's just great to watch it is it it, it is wonderful and it and, and it makes you feel really strong emotions for the characters against the characters just just you want them to succeed and i think that is what makes a makes a good season and 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 also at the end of it zuko who is our protagonist pretty much <laughs> uh betrays everyone and mm. and you feel bad and you don't know what is going to happen next. And you feel pissed. <laughs> yeah, and Aang gets gets lightened, <laughs> and and he might be dead. Uh, and you don't great. know. 
and well, he, I wrote his okay. well, like, yes, his but like if he's gonna be oh, like okay, okay, mm-hmm. and, and Iroh's captured, and everything's bleak and terrible, and it's great. It is, it is, it is a great story to watch unfold, and I think it, it, it sets up book book three very well. And it yeah. and, and it holds its own very well mm-hmm. too. I wholeheartedly agree. So um major statement. This to me is like just one of the greatest seasons of TV by yes. Yeah. It's so solid. There's not a one bad episode in it. Like there may be episodes that I like less than others, but still really enjoy the episode on the whole. Um First up, just the spike in quality, both from an animation and writing perspective from book one to book two is really impressive. And that's considering that book one was also pretty solid, in my opinion. Um, I've mentioned it before throughout this season's discussion, but it's like the Empire Strikes Back of seasons. Like so much, Mm -hmm. so many compelling character moments happen here. And at the same time, it ends on a note that's just like up in the air. So bleak. Oh, man. Like, this is the lowest point for the gang. Like, Aang almost died. We don't even know if he has a connection with his past lives or the Avatar state at all anymore because of being struck by lightning while in the Avatar state because of what Roku said about the reincarnation cycle seeking to exist. Will there even be another Avatar after Aang? Who knows? Well, spoiler alert. Yes, Korra. yeah, but still really compelling stuff. Really great art with surprising backtracks for characters in a way that feels organic and makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, just the introduction of our new characters. Toph is a total baller and fan favorite. She rocks. And then we got Ozai's Angels, who are also <laughs> great. <laughs> I also love that, you know, I-, I love it when they make villainous characters who aren't necessarily, you don't necessarily have like, villainous personalities or like stereotypical villainous personalities like i like the fact that ty lee's very bubbly and peppy she kind of reminds me of um man have you seen that anime kill a kill yes yeah you know um what's her name nui i think the one nui harime the one with the uh she's got like a parasol and she's like wearing all pink and stuff and she's like super bubbly and stuff yeah yeah and she's like super deadly And absolutely terrifying. Yeah. If you haven't seen Kill a Kill, look it up. It's a very interesting show. <laughs> I-, I personally love it a lot, but the villains and those and that is really cool. And reminds me of Ty Lee. And then plus you got May, who's just along for the ride because she's bored. Which is <laughs> so, amazing. May is great. Well. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh so great intro to new characters. Uh great continuous world building. We learn a lot about, in this case, the Earth Kingdom specifically. We spend a lot of time in Bossing Say, but it's in a way that's still compelling and you're not bored of Bossing Say by the time that the finale hits. Like every episode you cover a new part of it or a new aspect of it. They tackle some cool lore. Again, the Kyoshi stuff is really cool. The stuff about how um gosh, Omashu was formed even with the cave of two lovers which everyone says is a filler episode but i don't care it's not it's got some good world building yeah it's cool and 
yeah, and it's just a show, it's a show that really takes its audience seriously. And because I think book one was so successful, they took the opportunity to really experiment with what they could get away with, both <laughs> thematically and structurally. Like episodes are kind of different. So you got stuff like Zuko alone, which isn't even focusing on the supposed protagonist, that being Aang. And it's just all about somebody who we thought was an antagonist for the longest time. And then we got Tales from Ba Sing Se, which is just like a series of mini four minute vignettes. And then you have like Appa's Lost Days, which most of the time doesn't involve dialogue and you're just following a character who doesn't even talk. And the fact that you're still emotionally invested in it is telling. And on top of that, I think this season becomes more serialized than book one did. Book one has a lot of, in my opinion, compelling filler, but um, book two a lot of the episodes end on cliffhangers like a lot of story beats and stuff don't get resolved until several episodes later and the finale in this case ends on such a huge devastating cliffhanger mm -hmm. that drove me nuts because we had to wait like a year for book three to <laughs> come back it's terrible start up. yeah and uh lots of just really cool mature discussions about philosophy both from just a uh, religious side and just philosophy in general so you know in bitter work most of that episode is just like people standing around talking about the philosophy of bending and how that works and you know what redirecting lightning is like and stuff and then you got like the guru which is just ang meditating with the guru dude talking about his insecurities and stuff and different parts of and different like chakras and things so you know uh yeah so overall this is like one of my favorite seasons of television and it's great and it really sets up book three very well so talking about book three what what thing one thing are you most excited for in book three Feel i know it's <laughs> Seriously, yes. Okay. <laughs> Ready for field trips with Zuko. Field trips with Zuko. Okay. Yeah. I would choose um um volleyball at the beach. Oh with my Azula. god. <laughs> and Zuko just just being being angsty by the fire. Yes. <laughs> okay, the Breakfast Club episode. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh yeah. My mother I, thought I was a monster. She was right, of course, but it still hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so like good. That. Yeah, basically anything involving Zuko, as I mentioned, book three is for me the season of Zuko. Like everything he does is just gold. Um, yeah. So field trips with Zuko, the Agni Kai between Zuko versus Azula, the beach episode, confronting Ozai. Reuniting with Ira, which makes me cry every oh single freaking god. time. And I will be crying when we talk about that episode. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. And just overall looking forward to just like I think the really solid ending. I the finale is very polarizing and understandably so. On the whole, I really like the finale, but I have some issues with it that I'm sure we'll talk about. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to rounding off the show and yeah 
Oh, and I'm also excited for Mark Hamill's voice acting because he's just hamming it up. It's great. It's great. For those, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Mark Hamill voices Ozai, and we get a lot more Ozai in season three, so it's pretty great. Which it, which is great because he isn't just a faceless villain anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, finally. And yeah, yeah what yeah. about you? Uh, I am basically most excited for um, for um, Zuko pretty much having his like angst fest on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Azula just descending into madness. Azula oh, yeah, is yeah. my favorite character, but but it but it's because you see her triumph and her downfall. Mm-hmm. And and just. Just seeing the entire fire, fire nation gang, just, just devolving. Yeah. <laughs> just, just everything's terrible. There is, there is trouble in paradise, and, and things aren't going super, super great. And, mm-hmm. um, and um, and uh, overall, what I am most excited for is seeing. Zuko be become who he who he should be and seeing him come 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 to terms with what he did to Iroh and um and um what he did to pretty much the entire gang seeing (laughs) seeing 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 their in- interactions seeing like the field trips with Zuko um, yeah. except Toph never gets a field trip I and that's know. the one field oh trip God. I've on- justice for Toph justice for <laughs> Toph um, so yeah I am just really excited to-, to watch it again me too I am so excited just another solid season overall Again, I swap back and forth depending on my mood. Sometimes I'll say book three is my favorite. Most of the time I say book two is my favorite, but book three is totally great. And I've... oh, I'm also looking forward to just checking out the Fire Nation again. This is the first real foray into the heart of the Fire Nation. So we finally get to see what that's like. And it's really cool. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. So do we have anything else before we wrap it up? Uh I am just, I am so happy that every time I watch Avatar, I just pick up on something else and that I am never bored. And, and it's always been good because it's actually good. It isn't one of those things that you think back and, and think that it, that, that, that it was great when you were a kid and then you watch it again as an adult and you are disappointed. Mm-hmm. It, it's really wonderful. And I am so happy that, that in all of, all, all of my, my rewatchings, I've just gained more love for the show and, and just more obsession with, with every little thing. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I pick up on something new every time I watch it. The show never gets old. I I don't think it'll ever get old, really. It hasn't so far. So, <laughs> yeah. And I look forward to talking book three with you. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. 
And hopefully next next time we release an episode, it won't be a nine month release gap like book two and book three originally had. I remember oh. that was agony. You know, like, did you remember having to wait for that for book three yes, for terrible. the trailer to hit? What happened terrible. to Aang? All of the trailers were like, Ugh. what happened to Aang? Is Aang okay? It's like, I don't know. What about Zuko? I'm so mad at him. <laughs> What's he doing right now? Oh, <laughs> God, it was devastating. But yeah, when book three finally hit, it was just like at last. <laughs> that was like nine months for a kid is a long time to wait. That's like the equivalent of five too years. Much. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, so, Kayla's. So, what is our next episode? Next episode is the start of book three, Fire. So, book three, chapter one, The Awakening. Ooh. Fitting title. So, super excited. Yep. Until then, stay flaming. Flamio, hot man. Bye, guys. <laughs> yeah, super flamio. Oh my god, it's relevant now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All the people are like, what are they talking about when they say flamio? Well, here it is. It's book three. <laughs> oh. Leslie, I. Oh, darn. I should have said rock on. Uh, All this uh, book. I should have said rock on. Ha, 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 ha.